Hi guys, welcome back to Check That Play, your NBA dose for everything on and off the court. And we are finally back after a long time. I know we were not here. Uh, we couldn't record any podcast. I think Abhijit has a message for everyone before we start off. Abhijit, uh, over to you. Well, the reason we couldn't record was because of me. So I apologize. Uh, for the delay i was going through some uh, medical condition so i couldn't uh, i was not able to physically or mentally be prepared for the podcast recording so even though she actually said that uh, he sent me a few number of times that okay let's record at this time and that time but i was not able to find my con- find any way to be physically or mentally ready to for the podcast so i apologize for the delay and some of uh, the things that uh, we need to talk to especially about game 5 uh, 6 uh, of the nba finals but before that i also want to uh, i also want to uh, i also want to say uh, give a moment of uh, silence for caleb swanigam who passed away this week um, he was drafted in 2017 and uh, recently we came to know that uh, he passed away so uh, condolences to um, his family and his friends on that note let's start today's episode we have a lot to discuss today there's so much to discuss i don't know where to start i know where to start you know let's, of course you know this thing i i don't know abhijit i you know we all know what happened in boston in game 6 but i don't want to go there first i want to take a step back and i want to start with game 5 golden state warriors versus boston celtics game 5 in the chase center san francisco you know for the first time in how many matches i don't know 133 playoff matches or something a uh, specific someone did not shoot any three yeah okay other than that if if i would have told you that jason tatum is going to have the best shooting night of his series if i told you that marcus smart will go for almost almost 20 points and no, you know when they have points he did go for 20 points He didn't go for twenty points. I think he went to a fifteen or sixteen. No, no. But, Marcus uh, Smart went to twenty points. Jalen Brown went for eighteen. Yeah. So Marcus Smart went for twenty points, and you know Boston had a record. As every time Marcus Smart went for eighteen points or plus, they were eight and one. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if I told that Warriors are going to go nine for forty on the three-point line. and then i to if i would have told you that warriors are going to blow a 13 point lead in the third quarter would you have agreed to me that the warriors are going to win game 5 tell me abhijit nayar tell on me on that note on that note on that note as i was watching the match i did say to myself boston is getting this one At that point, I did say it out loud. I was screaming it out loud. I said, "Boston is getting this one." Boston did get it. 
they did they did get an l is all a I big say. l not just a small l it big and it it hurts so much it hurts so much and this is something that i was not worrying about as uh, in context to you um in the previous episode we discussed that when steph won't go who will come and take it i did say to you everyone will everyone will come and help uh, help him out or help the team out okay andrew wiggins clay thompson jordan poole kawan looney was also quite good defensively gary patton junior uh, gary patton too so everyone came and everyone chipped in okay for me that was the most heartbreaking moment that i had witnessed in this year this year's playoff at least and i was so 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 like dude i was on a bed rest okay i was on a bed rest watching it on my laptop and it made me feel so sad that i took all these kind of you know i was i i was having a pillow i i was uh sitting on one day, one angle so that i could watch the match it hurts a lot and I, all it took me all and all this took me to watch uh boston getting an l like seriously i took like it made, it made me so much and plus the fact plus the fact i cannot blame boston for playing not good at all in game 5 game 6 that's another story game 5 but when i looked up when i looked in the uh stat sheet i saw something golden state had only 6 turnovers boston had 18 18 turnovers i didn't realize that boston was a boston was a turnover machine in the whole series I didn't realize that until game five. I, I was not watching the game continuously because you know half of the time I was uh, getting the medicines and everything like that. But I was like, "What the heck is this?" And I thought that game six might be the stoppage, which will come later on. But hey, game five. I thought it was a wrap. I re- I personally thought it was a wrap. I said, "Why the heck? I wh- why the heck I had to go through all these things to witness this?" <laughs> Dude, why? Oh, I'm like, injuries. oh man, uh, never mind. It is just, it's just one of those things where I don't want to say that. I don't want to say this, but. if i had not watched the game i would have lot more happy a lot more be happier like okay i didn't watch the game i didn't watch the missy i just went through the uh, uh, highlights from nba uh, youtube video but, but you know abhijit what is the fun in not make in not laughing on your face and saying that warriors won their fourth title in 8 years and your boston celtics and miami heat lost so you but have to my 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 miami heat but anyway given me the miseries that you have given me throughout the playoffs no 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 one second one second for for the record that misery was deserveable uh, sorry the you des- you were deserving for it okay that me misery was devastating matter, you know you know 2016 season golden state warriors won how many matches 73 they lost 
at the end of the day if you not able to finish the job no one remembers what you did similarly if the end of the day you finish the job you go home and you have a wine and then you sleep that's it that's it you and i the job dude in the first episode only i said i won't care if it goes to game 7 i won't care if it golden state wins but now i do care because the way boston played was was uh, i don't know it felt like sacramento kings were playing against golden state but i what i what i why i actually uh, said that golden state won't be winning a championship because the way they played they didn't take the opponent seriously remember that was a, that was a talk game 1 21 points first quarter wow step 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 and they lost same with uh Dallas Mavericks the Denver Nuggets ah, come on the 30 30 points as hoping they got See, there the were disease. a few there were there were a few quarters there were a few moments but that doesn't define your mentality right you can go cold in a particular you can go cold in a particular quarter but you always come back and they respond dude my criticism and was, was not going point. cold my again my point my criticism was not going cold what my criticism was they came with the mindset is a mean i mean we just chilling we just chilling they, you cannot say you cannot deny that they didn't come i don't the think one. they like, came with that mindset because if they the would have come with that like mindset that. they wouldn't have won two games on the road they lost game one that's why they they changed their mindset like we are about to whoop someone else we are about I, to win this championship again, because I, we had I, all this I noise would, i would defend them i would defend them and tell you they didn't come that come come with that mindset because they were leading till quarter 3 if you're leading till quarter 3 that doesn't mean you've come with that mindset they were leading by 12 i think till quarter 3 uh, in the first game and then they lost by 12 and they were outscored by uh, boston 40 to 12 in something yeah in i think the fourth quarter but the shooting just didn't work and they were gassed out so it doesn't mean they had any lack of sincerity in them it just didn't work it's fine and that that, that happens dude it But didn't you know, work in game 3 it didn't work in game 3 they didn't see they they didn't show up in game 1 second half but they it didn't work in game 3 these both scenarios are different a loss is a loss even if you give 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 it a toss sometimes the ball won't go in something happens anything can happen okay fine we know that there might be one off night you even predicted what if what happens if steph has one off night other stepped in but what i criticized was them not taking the competition seriously when they are in when they are in uh, in the lead that's maybe, what my mindset was was maybe it was a wake up call for them yes so, they so. deserved a wake up call that's what that was a term that i used wake up call first episode i did say wake up call so i am but what i am saying is that i never predicted golden state to win even if they had a wake up call since like uh, winning the conference finals semi uh, yeah conference finals like i was i was like boston should win this game this series who was right the golden state warriors since day 1 of the regular season come again i'm saying do you do you recall who was riding with the golden state warriors 
since day one of the regular season that they're going to win their fourth chip in eight years? Well, I don't want to pat someone's back, so I will say I don't know. <laughs> but you know, let let's focus our let's focus our uh, let's focus on something else now. Let's focus on game six. I think. It was oh, an important. We went from we went from disaster to catastrophically disaster. <laughs> you know, I was listening to some of the interviews these players had, and I've also let me quote a few of the other interviews that uh, again the trio of Steph, Clay, and Draymond, along with Andre, have given over the past few years. Whenever they have reached the finals, one of the things, and it can also be. something that can be drawn from different players who have always won championships uh one of the things that is really an important factor when it comes to a final game or an elimination game is that it's really tough for a team who's in lead to close that game because the opponents are always desperate they're so desperate to make sure that they don't lose to make sure that they pull this one off they they completely transform into this mindset that it's one game at a time right now we just want to win this one and then go to the next one and you know we have seen that in the past we have seen that happen in the past with teams where they took charge of things for example the 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers they just they simply were of the fact that we just need to win game 5 we have the we have the right play here we have the right uh, we have everything set up in terms of Draymond not being there we facing an elimination game because they knew that if we go back to game 6 in Cleveland we are going to win and game 7 anything can happen so taking shifting to this mentality that one game at a time and that to in an elimination game it makes really tough for a winning team to close that game out but i didn't see that with boston this time frankly you know there was no sense of urgency that these guys showed that these guys were hungry enough to say that yes we want this yes we want to take it to game 7 back to uh, san francisco to see who wins it Yes, this is our home court, probably one of the best fan bases, and I think Boston again is one of the best cities when it comes to sports in USA. Be it the Red Sox, be it Boston Celtics, or some of the other teams that are there, Boston just couldn't close it. You know, they they seemed very gassed after 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 the series, especially especially Jason Tatum. I think he he went what scoreless in the second half or he had two points or something, something but you know uh, there are there are two sides to it, uh, Abhijit. I want to address both the sides. One side being the fact of how many minutes on an average Jason Tatum was clocking throughout the final series as well as the playoffs. You know when he started off when Boston started off their playoff run with. nets and yes. then they moved on to milwaukee and then they moved on to miami their performance in a way kept on deteriorating we just couldn't see it because they were winning series over series and it goes on to the fact that two of your most important players jalen brown and jason jason tatum was 
I don't know, averaging more than 200. If he was, I think he was more than 200 minutes of play in 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 the finals. So that's 200 around more than I think 37, 38 minutes uh, per match on an average per match. And he just seemed gas. He couldn't do it. He couldn't close things out. So. And you know that I think we should, one of the other things that should happen is we should appreciate these Boston Celtics team also. You know they were the first time first timers going against a team which has been here, which has that championship mentality, that IQ that they know that what it takes to close things. They have a probably a Hall of Famer coach in Steve Kerr who has been in the situation as a player as a coach. to say that even if you're down 2-1 and you are playing against you're playing a game 4 against Boston in their home court what can happen and how to take care of things so i think we should definitely appreciate what boston could pull off in in the in the playoffs uh, it was at the end of the day i just felt the better team won First of all, Steve Kerr is not probable Hall of Famer. He is certified he is. Hall of Famer. He is certified okay. Hall of Famer. Probably, I think top five coaches of all time. Yeah, sure. Like eight, like uh, he went to like six finals in eight years with four championships. What like, else do you want? This is eighth year. Like uh, come to think of it, this is his eighth year, eighth or ninth year, right? This yeah. is his eighth year. Or yes, he started in two thousand fourteen fifteen season after my Mark Jackson, and I think he was both the coach coaches actually. So two thousand fourteen fifteen final, uh, both the coaches of Cleveland Cavaliers and uh, Golden State Warriors were rookie coaches. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, see, uh, but Cleveland State Cleveland team Matt, I think it was Matt Black or someone David Black, uh, who was uh, yeah, who was a coach for Cleveland. But anyway, come back to the topic. See. For me, they made to the playoffs, but I believe. See, my pick was Miami Heat. Okay, my pick was Miami Heat to win it all. I said Miami, and if Chris Middleton comes, it will be Miami versus Bucks, and it will be on this side of the this side of the squad. Uh, Golden State is gonna come out with Grizzlies being our only team that can be a threat. But mm-hmm. for me. Boston might not be in a final contention for at least next two years because, to be honest, Nets was surprising. Net was like really their effort. Okay, net net series was really Boston effort. They they had game seven with Milwaukee minus Chris Middleton. They had game seven. A close out, thirteen seconds, about thirteen seconds left in the shot clock, uh, with Jimmy Butler taking the three. With Jimmy being injured, Kyle Kyle Lowry was not playing. That the squad was up and down, the entire series. And yet they won. I'm not. I'm not discrediting anything. Okay, I'm. I'm saying this. I'm not discrediting anything. And then they came to the finals with a healthy squad of Golden State. They won two games, two to each, in both their court and the away court, both the teams. And in game five, they fumbled. Game six, they should have shown some kind of urgency, which they didn't. I believe 
it is not about pressure it is about the minutes they had to play the entire playoffs you see game it although it was for the next year it seemed like four game okay it it, it was not just four games there were four crucial games like all four of four games were like physically exhausting for them then seven games against yanis and bucks then seven games against uh, butler and heat so for me i believe it was all about the exhaustion they had because now they were like they played like 774 18 games already and they are coming to the finals playing against a legendary team and uh, they went to game 6 which happens to be the 24th game of their whole playoff i believe that they have played the most playoff games in this season right yeah they might, they have played the most playoff game because they have gone to two games seven one game six one game four so and sixth in the sixth game what happened was they not only got they not only let the exhaustion take over them but it seemed that they were repeating the same mistakes as they did against the heat and bucks which was let tatum give the tatum ball and he will run the offense they don't have a point guard as 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 good as marcus smart is they didn't have a point guard that affected them because basically steph curry is not the point guard of the uh, golden state warriors draymond green, green is the point forward for the golden state warriors like even though he uh, doesn't have assists he it it seems like the of the passing and everything for golden state for the past 8 years has been going through draymond green steph is steph and green just not just not draymond green but the bigs basically yeah yeah but uh, it was like draymond was the initiator mm. it it feels it feel i'm not saying that it was like 100% draymond it is like a uh, 50% draymond and so for me boston lacked that and then boston came to know that even though they were repeating the same mistake and this is something that i'm i don't know should i be calling it as a disappointment or might be an inexperience but uh, back then i said i told on the, uh, told in one of the episode i said steve kerr experience is going to be the edge for golden state ime odoka didn't make the sufficient changes or they, he couldn't think of any kind of sufficient changes uh in game 5 and game 6 because game 5 and game 6 were repetitive mistakes by boston celtics in previous series so for me i believe boston might not be until they make some great changes in this off season okay which i think they might because they now know that they don't have a point guard they don't have a guy who is going to be the general on the floor okay they have all the defensive guards they have only two guards and threes and fours and they got al hofford who is like a sh- shooting center but they don't have a point guard they don't have a initiator so this thing hurt them a lot especially when you're going against staff against draymond and i probably say this okay andrew wickens happens to be the fourth best player on the warriors court like i i the series fourth in the series come on man you can do better 
no no dude like literally fourth in fourth best player in the sense like this okay it was steph it was clay it was draymond these three were actually happening you look at the time your time stamps okay and we can start a oh, it's, it's, i am not sure which way you are talking about but uh, andrew wiggins was the second best player on the warriors team in the series no he was the second best okay um i think i used the wrong term i will say this like this he was the fourth most valuable player for the warriors team let me make it like this because if you look at the points that he scored at a time he scored okay most of them were either to draymond either to steph or either some kind of offense that has been already initiated by either one of these big threes like he felt like um people were talking about jordan pool i'm not going to discredit him but shooting a big three when you are up by 20 doesn't make you a valuable player going to the basket when you have been shut down four times in a row and yet you go to the basket fearlessly makes you a valuable player so for me steph clay draymond were already like these three were already we know that these three had to play either of these two had to play good game okay but andrew wiggins came up so and it's not like it's not like there's a big difference it's like steph clay uh, there's a quite a big difference between steph and rest but it was like clay draymond and wiggins all three if you can put them in number two spots fine with me because no, the whole uh, series i'll i'll go i'll go specifically for this series i'll go steph andrew wiggins i'll go clay and then i'll go draymond draymond there were a lot of matches where i for the first 3 4 matches he didn't show up i think he showed up for game 2 and he had a really uh, good part to play in game 6 but other than that his role was not very significant first of all clay completely agreed i think clay played Uh, to a level almost 80 90% to a pre injury level uh, that clay was but again star of the series the second best player had to be andrew wiggins if this series andrew is wiggins, different this andrew, series is different andrew, no because the way you are saying it is it's coming out in a way that oh, you're no. specifically mentioning this series i apologize i apologize it's not about the series it's about the series because i won't take a serious thing uh regard that much easily especially in finals is because we have seen finals mvp won by people who were like how did they win you know but when you look at the series they were the best, they were the most valuable player for that series okay but uh, it doesn't define that whether they were the most valuable player for the entire uh season or post season so for me it felt like andrew wiggins is the fourth most valuable player for the golden state warriors this post season Uh, i'm i'm going to reframe it this post season and he verified that or he you can say that he's literally made it clear with the brilliant finals performance which as you said is second to steph is second to steph and in the entire i put him number 3 behind jalen brown okay for me it was like steph brown and wiggins okay and wiggins and brown was literally had brown literally had to fight for his number 2 position like for me it was like steph brown and wiggins in the entire playoff series and in that in this entire series this series final series but in the long, bigger picture i see wiggins being 
almost on the same level as Steph and Draymond and uh, sorry Clay and Draymond and Clay is going to be better next year so it might be possible that we might see Wiggins as a second or third best player on the Warriors team you know talking of the best players i think it would be really bad on our on our part if we don't didn't don't talk about a very specific and a very special player of the golden state warriors a special player who you know when he was asked like how do you feel winning this finals mvp trophy during his press conference that was the first question that he got asked he snapped back at the reporter saying why don't you talk about us winning the championship first so it it shows it shows stephen curry's uh, mentality towards selfless. the fact that he all about being a selfless player for the team you know but but you know he 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 he's a pity guy okay he kept receipts he fucking kept receipts of everyone counting warriors out when i think in august or september this clip got really popular when when he uh, last year he said last year after playing he said golden state warriors is not going to win any ring zero rings golden state warriors is going to win zero rings when stephen curry signed a four mil four year 215 million dollar contract and you know stephen curry pointed that out you know and let's 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 shift back to games. Just not game six, you know. Steph Curry, what he averaged thirty points on on the defensive player of the year. Oh man, that was brutal. Points. It was really brutal. Scoring forty three points in game four, and then you know coming back game six, he scored thirty four points. The way he took Al Horford to the basket and scored those layups in fourth quarter, he just knew that this is my time. third quarter i think uh, steph didn't didn't go much he had 21 points in the first half if i'm not wrong then most of his point came in the fourth quarter N- not a lot in the third quarter when boston was making that comeback but fourth quarter he just took over he, this guy was like this is my time i want my fourth ring i want my finals mvp and he 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 just did it and you know just not about steph curry uh, one of the other things that i really want to mention is is the defense of the team you know they hold boston less than 100 points in three of the six matches we were all we are all talking about boston's defensive capabilities throughout the series you're talking about how good marcus smart is how good of a uh, player defensively jalen brown or jason tatum or the complete team is but we didn't give enough credit to the golden state warriors to kavan looney to gary payton second to stephen curry such an underrated defender to draymond green who's who's their torch bearer when it comes to defending you know they, and and they have they have been great throughout the season when it comes to defending i think they were second after boston celtics in in the defensive uh, rating But, I need to but, confirm you know, that I don't know. I I I, I think I, it was Miami. I think they were they were second after after Boston, if I'm not wrong. You know, one of one of the other things when I look back, when I look at look back at the 2015 Golden State Warriors, then I look back at the 2017 and 18 Golden State Warriors, and then now this 2022 Golden State Warriors, four years when they won the championship. I feel this is the most 
least this is the i not most this is the least talented team in terms of uh, the amount of talent that you had on the on the bench for example in 2017 and 18 you had you had these three players then you had kevin durant and you know it was just a cheat code for them <laughs> it was such a cheat code that they end up winning the finals 4-1 in in 2018 and i think they went 12 and 0 if i'm not wrong in one of those seasons in the post game uh they were 16 and 1 including the finals in 2018 they just lost one match to cleveland uh, in in LeBron that season. and Kyrie shout out to no i i think this was 2018 if i'm not no, wrong no 2017 not... 2017 they uh, lost one match they were up i think they went 16 and 1 in 2017 um, so but you know again kudos to steve car uh, the kind of and it's just not steve car i think bob myers as well bob myers has been a really strong integral part in making up what golden state warriors have been you know they were they were what the worst team in 2020 they had a, a record of uh, 15 and 50 they were the 15th best team in 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 the western conference finals in the western conference in the 30th best team in in whole of nba to so they went from competing in the finals on 2019 to being the worst teams of 2020 to being to being eliminated by the memphis grizzlies in in 2021 the bubble season to to coming back and winning winning it all in 2022 you know one of the things that stephen curry said last year after they lost to memphis grizzlies we don't want to see that next year yeah here and he showed us what he meant for me i believe what see when i think of leaders okay i just don't think of leaders as the productive leaders and everything i think the leaders who are willing to take a step back when it is necessary so in that regard <laughs> only steph and d wade are the only people who resonate that kind of leadership in my mind steph winning this title steph winning see uh, as i said earlier i don't care who wins the championship steph is going to be, be the final mvp and uh, they won the championship they, he became the final mvp but then he when he said that why don't we talk about uh, our championship i kind of feel like oh i should apologize to him also because i was so focused on his finals mvp i forgot about his team victory and him saying that on that stage even though and by the way this is the most crucial part why we are talking about steph's finals mvp because we um, in the media it has been criticized that steph doesn't have a finals mvp right he is not the best player on a team in a final series yeah and it has been and i myself has said this out loud i have not seen him being so productive as the main player in the final series or in the in the in a closing quarter he shut all us down and he made this point why you guys are talk, still talking about that and he some kind of like although this is something that i always say but he also reminded me of this one basketball is a team game 
talk about the team accomplishment first maybe i am going too much deep into that but with that statement when i heard that statement okay i was like damn he is in the mount rushmore of whatever it is called for the basketball for sure for sure and even though he played his tail off um, like he i don't know why people underestimate him but i believe that he is one of the smartest player to play in. and this is a cheat code you talk about cheat code i think the biggest cheat code is that they have draymond green and steph curry on the same team two smart players on the same team two top two five shooters who's two smart players whose capabilities complement each other shooting and passing yep and by the way defensively stay more and to by the way two shooters too two out of five shooters like two of the best the best backcourt shooting com- combination ever in ever to step co- step on the step foot on the nba court see you you did mention all these things okay but uh, that's the cheat code they the kevin durant was like an extra uh, mod okay like in the game mods he is an extra mod okay but steph dre and clay are already the cheat code plus you defined as the least skilled okay now i'm go- you you did define as a least skilled right i'm i'm am i hearing that correct that this year's roster was the least skilled warriors roster in 8 years for the finals yeah okay so let me tell you even though it was the least skilled I it was i won't say last 8 year i'd say the championship rosters out of all the four championship rosters okay this probably not least talented but it it was really challenging also because there were a lot of people who were new comparatively uh, see 2000 talent wise 2015 roster all these three guys were more or less the same then you had a lot of veteran players on the bench back then and there were good players you had barbosa that is a difference had... that is a difference see what i am saying is that the difference is back then the main players with the freshmen kind of a thing okay they were fresh they were just out of the pan and they were like going 100 kilometers per hour speed okay you had a uh, draymond green uh, andre godala steph curry clay thompson harrison barnes being the first set of death lineup for two years first two years that those two were the, those five were the death lineup okay this time what happened was this time steph clay and draymond were the leaders on court and andre being the leader of court which allowed all these young guys to learn they had a direct mentor who has done these things and have been the main guys let's be clear the main guys so it's like picking the brains of guys like kobe lebron bill team that like you would we talk about top 5 we say draymond green is one of the smartest defenders in the uh, in the entire history of basketball one of the smartest steph curry one of the top 5 point guards and one of the top 5 shooting guards uh, top 5 shooters speaking of shooters clay thompson is one of the top 5 shooters steph curry has got this uh, eidetic memory just like lebron does 
and plus you have Steve Kerr who is who has coached and who has gone through prior to this season five finals and won three of them okay they were already a dynasty with these four Steph Clay Draymond and Steve Kerr and plus you have someone who is taking us like taking the mantle of being the bridge main bridge between the players and the coach in Andre Iguodala like he seems like a Haslam now Udonis Haslam now for me to the Golden State so now this team the young coach why the, the reason why the young coach are performing this much because here's the thing the reason why I picked Miami Heat because they had Haslam they had a guy who has seen it all from the great heights to the lowest depths they respect him same case with these four guys. They, they have seen the heights. They have been the 73 team. They have won. They have been the dynasty. They have been the uh, play, team who could make in playoffs and the team who got, who, who literally got crushed by Grizzlies in playing. They have seen it all. So now you, have, you get to pick up the brains like that. 2015 was different. 2015, no pressure, nothing. 2020, there is pressure. Same case with Miami Heat in 2020. Why it happened? Because the youngsters were able to show up. The bubble. It. If anyone got most uh, efficient in the bubble, it was Miami Heat because the youngsters showed up. 2022, Hero showed up. Okay. I don't know why Duncan Robinson didn't play, but Victor Oladipo, again, he showed up. Like, it... it it is very hard to come back from injury, but he again showed up. Same case for Golden State. So for me, even though this is the most least talented team, I will say this was perhaps the best balanced team, balanced team Golden State had. It was balanced in terms of the structure that they had, that they had a really good combination of fresh legs and veteran experience as well as someone like Andre Iguodala who was, wasn't playing a lot of minutes, But he was coaching a lot, man. Exactly, exactly. The kind, the way he was making sure that everyone is calm and composed and, and helping out everyone, that showed that the kind of role that he's taken up now. So And plus, here's a fact, even though you know much, how much amount of talent, okay? No matter how much amount of talent you have, no matter how much kind of chemistry you have, if guys crumble in, under pressure, that's it. I cannot pick a match where the Golden State fresh guys, the, the, the young guys who have just seen the finals of playoffs in their first life, first time, Kuminga, Lee, uh, Looney, Poole, um, Porter Jr., uh, uh, GP2, or Andrew Wiggins, I have never seen a single match where I could say that, okay, these guys are crumbling under pressure. They had bad games, but they didn't crumble under, under any pressure. And that is why I say Steph Curry is a great leader. As I was about, as I was saying the first point, Steph Curry is a great leader because he put this mentality team before me. He put that mentality. And that's why you saw basketball like the ball was moving all around the place it was moving crazy and the guys were and they guys understood the role and they did their role uh, you know we can we can go on for hours i think uh, abhijit about what golden state was able to pull off this season but you know just if i want to 
sum it up in a few lines as the season started everyone had brooklyn's brooklyn uh-huh. as their favorites everyone was like brooklyn oh my god brooklyn is going to win they have the big 3 there they have harden they have kyrie no harden came in mid season i think no 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 it's also said last year yeah no no that was last season last season, last season was yeah. they had the big 3s and everyone then shifted on to say that oh my god miami is so good miami is going to win this time then everyone during the mid season was like Phoenix is so good. They have CP3. CP3 deserves a ring. CP3 is going to win it this time. They have a fresh, uh, young superstar in uh, Devin Booker, and then it all shifted. Who is to a Boston. part of a big name? Was like the kind of the kind of playoff run that Boston had. Then they went on two one, and then everyone like, oh my God, Boston is going to win this time, and we just witnessed the. amazing uh, and i don't know and i don't have word but the way these guys pulled it off they were so the pressure man it was like a, it was actually a mic drop kind of a season for especially for stephen curry like what all he had to prove that he is the best player on this team that they can win a championship without kevin durant that they can come back after two years of crumbling down and still be that good and by the, the way they are still dynasty exactly i think they're going to i'm not sure when but i think they there's still one more left in their bag i think they no they are the betting favorite for the next year so that's, that's not a surprise that's, they, that's very them, early abhiji that's very early because a lot of uh, as as we see that a lot of trades uh, yeah. have started yeah. happening with uh, with the drafts coming in uh, today there are a few trades that have already happened i think jeremy jeremy grant who who went to uh, join damian lillard so there are a few moves that will happen during the off season we're not sure how kyrie will play out his cards so the odds will keep on changing but definitely i think warriors uh, i would keep them as favorites to come out of the west if everyone is healthy health is has been an issue for uh, warriors so well it's the same for everyone but uh, we cannot say that an excuse because uh, when i pick the team i say that even the main guys out you must be able to find the role players need to step up are the role players capable enough to step up so mm-hmm. for me that is the, that is like that is how i think that suppose for example jimmy butler is down i expected everyone to pull off okay but they couldn't so that is kind of like disappointing for me so for me i won't take it like that but yeah you said it right it trades are happening and i am not counting on anyone but i don't i, I don't see any lie when people are just saying they're going to win it all again this year and i think that the kind of hype they are riding now who knows yep Five rings for Stephen Curry to Finals MVPs put him in top ten. Yeah, I mean, if he wins another Finals MVP, he is definitely in my top ten. He's definitely in my yep. top ten. Right now, he is not, but definitely we. You know what? Let's next episode let's discuss this top ten thing, top fifteen thing, because right now it's so weird. It's so interesting right now, especially with Steph Curry winning one and against the team that beat or swept KD. Uh, and uh, again, Steph versus LeBron. Is this the generation going on? 
so you know what let's we should discuss about this definitely definitely i think abhijit uh, this is something of a hot topic right now and everyone wants to have their take on it so do we but uh, until then thank you people and we'll see you next time